Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Socially Simplified. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Grab a drink or a snack or get on with whatever you were doing before, and let's get on with what I have prepared for us today. So before I get into the drama, um, I would just like to say that for this episode, um, I had initially planned um, to have two of my friends come on as guests, and like we recorded everything, we did everything, and then when I go to went to check out the audio, my voice was like really echoey, so I'm just going to quickly go through this, um, uh, what we did again, um, and I'll try and get them on by uh, ne- the week after the next, because I've decided that I'm probably going to make my updating schedule every other week, um, because I feel as if if I upload every week, I feel as if I'm going to run out of ideas and stuff like that. So... Uh, let's get on with the drama. Um, so for these past two weeks, um, Zoe and Baron have refollowed each other on Instagram, and they were seen, uh, like, people noticed that they were hanging out together with Charlie and Chase, um, and someone said it was, like, a double date or something, but I genuinely doubt that, really. Um, Just a House LA has unfollowed Cynthia Parker on Instagram and deleted her highlight. Um... SJ, Sarah Jade Blue, confirms that she is dating, uh, uh, ton, uh, ton, uh, sorry, Tony, Lo- uh, Tony Lopez. Um, her friend posted a TikTok saying, SJ, look me in the eye and tell me you're not dating Tony Lopez. And uh, she wasn't looking her in the eye. <laughs> um, and then uh, James Wright's friend posted a TikTok saying, celebrating the, celebrating the single life calling James. Um, if you don't remember, James Wright and Lachlan um, were rumored to have broken up because they unfollowed each other and deleted all their photos together. Uh, Cynthia Parker tweeted out that her and Quinton Griggs aren't together anymore, uh, so I hope they're both doing well. And on the topic of breakups, uh, Addison has confirmed that her and Bryce Hole have broken up. Um, and he explained on a podcast that he did not cheat, and Addison knows that he did not cheat. Uh, it just, it makes me upset because I really like their relationship, and I feel as if uh, social media, I don't genuinely, like, there was like, a, Bryce said there was like a lot of stress of like that Vegas party situation, and like legal terms, I don't know, but I personally, I really like the relationship they had going on, you know? Um, I, I really, really liked it, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, but, like, I don't know, it's just, there, I feel as if social media as a whole, um, not, not just with them, their relationship, social media as a whole can be really bad for relationships, because there, I don't want to say all these standards, but there's, there are eyes on you at all times. So I think that's why most famous people decide to keep their relationships quiet because they know that something may go wrong if they do um, let the public know. And I feel as if that is something us as people have to work on because we tend to like get into their business and say, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. And when we're in reality, like we shouldn't be saying any of that because it's not our relationship, you know? Uh, on the topic of breakups, uh, Charlie Jordan and Taylor Holder have broken up. Um, and here's some major tea. So, 
Mads Lewis uh, unfollowed Jaden Hostler and deleted all their pictures together, and she also unfollowed Nessa. Then she then Mads uploaded a TikTok of like a bunch of videos and pictures of her and Jaden together, and the song being used like switched up to a part where like the lyrics were like she came along, got him alone, and here comes the applause or something like that, and it's like Jaden and Nessa together for like the song and like edits of them together. And then she lip-synced, she took him faster than you can say sabotage, so I think Mads had something, I don't know, she didn't feel right with what Jaden and Nessa are doing currently because they, they're like making songs together and stuff. Uh, she then deleted the TikTok and then on TikTok room commented, I don't need to explain myself to anyone. I agree the video was immature and I could have expressed myself in a different way or even just kept it to myself, but I'm tired of looking like I'm the bad guy because people unfollow me. I was never jealous of the song nor jealous of her. I know Ness better than anyone and she knows exactly why I posted this video and that's all that matters. I still don't encourage hate for and towards anyone. Always positive. And for those of you telling me to keep it off social media or text her or call her, I tried and she didn't answer so maybe this will get her attention. This is something else I would like to talk about, give my opinion on. Uh, I, it's just, TikTokers, or I don't know, TikTokers in general really are so immature. Like, they always bring all their problems online. Like, deal with it yourself. No one wants to get dragged into that. Number one, your fan base is filled with, like, 10 to, like, 15-year-olds, and, like, you're putting all your problems onto them and maybe they look up to you as a role model and then they're going to start thinking that like bringing their problems to everyone in like that immature way is like a okay thing that they can do and they're going to start doing it like people really need to like think about what they do you know uh nikita dragon our race changing queen posted on her story cancel me as many times as you want my show is still running hashtag nikita unfiltered season two being cancelled is not something to flex. Yeah. That is, it's not something you should flex. It's something you should never flex. That's the worst flex ever. And also, I'm pretty sure she said, like, it was like a Netflix show. But honey, Nikita Unfiltered is on Snapchat. It's a Snapchat original. And um, the acting is absolutely horrible. The storyline is horrible. The drama is horrible. Everything. It's like Attaway General bad. And in Attaway General, within the, fifth, the, the five beginning seconds of it, one of the actors broke the fourth wall. So you can't get any worse than Attaway General. So I think Nikita Unfiltered and Attaway General I kinda, are kind of on the same level, you know? Let's get on with our Wattpad story. We're on chapter 5, 6, 7. We're on chapter 7. It's called Cat and Mouse. If you guys don't remember, uh, last uh, time we read this in the last chapter, uh, we had to seal the bank details of that one guy, you know? And, like, Ace was flirting with us, but Ace got, like, the bank details first. So um, we have to wear that red dress more often, he said. So let's get on with what's next. The girl staring back at me in the mirror has light olive skin, rose lips, and messy brown hair from rolling out of bed only five minutes ago. Everything about the girl was fairly mundane, except for her eyes. One resembled a light brown oak tree while the other was a stark green forest. Is this us? 
Yeah, it's us. I inhale deeply as I study my reflection. The reason for the difference in eye color was heterochromia iridium, a genetic mutation. There's something I, I want to I wanna talk about this real quick. Um, I never understood why people don't like heterochromia because it is the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. Anyone who has heterochromia, I am immensely jealous because they just look so beautiful. It's such a beautiful, unique thing to have, you know? And, like, when I hear stories of people who had heterochromia saying, like, they were bullied for it, like, I don't understand why someone would ever bully you for that. It's the most gorgeous thing ever. My hands fumble through the cabinet for a single brown-colored contact to hide the asymmetrical feature. It slips my mind when, exactly, I started to wear colored contacts. All I remember is why I chose brown over green. My mother had brown eyes, my father died when I was young, and my mom always described him with vivid, notable green eyes. My eyes were a juxtaposition of both of them. The mutation felt, as cheesy as it sounds, like a piece of him is always with me, though the thought of him every time I saw my reflection would be too much to bear. I splashed some cold water on my face in order to wake myself up. A buzz feeling reverber reverberated around my head. The alcohol downed by yours truly last night was seriously starting to hit. The alarm pinged 8 a.m. I rubbed my temples as if that could alleviate the growing headache. It was time for the last CIA test. The others are already in the expansive living room by the time I leave my room. Promising sunlight shone directly into the entire penthouse, illuminating it, somehow making everything shine with more grandeur than it usually was. This view is something I'll never get used to. Skies, pristine as always, propped herself against the black sofa. A perfectly photogenic waffle was in her hand. Why are we describing a waffle as perfectly photogenic? That's like, what? Why are we doing that? Chase, too, sat down at the table munching on waffles. Ace was in the kitchen adjacent to the living room. He whistled while turning the waffle maker periodically, which helped give waffles their golden brown glow. Why are we describing waffles in this much depth? They're not that serious, okay? I knew exactly what he was trying to do. The spy was trying to get under my skin, and it was working. Do you want a waffle cupcake? Ace asks. There's a smug look on his face, the one I saw all too often. You're funny, I retort through narrowed eyes. The comeback was weak, but the pain of hangover in the early morning really dampened my sarcasm. I hesitate, feeling my weak self giving into the delicious smell wafting into the room. Or wafting, I don't know. But yes, I want a waffle. Enjoy this one, it's not burnt. Shame, really, I was looking forward to start my morning, to starting my morning with a burnt black crisp. That's what my soul feels like. Oh my god, so quirky. So depression, so sad, so emo. I'm sorry, I had to let that out. My tone is dry, reflecting my hangover. The waffle in my hand disappears into my mouth mere milliseconds before I can even comprehend the hunger stirring in my stomach. Ace, legitimately stunned, gapes at me. You ate that in three seconds. You have a garbage disposal up your ass or something? Wouldn't you like to know? Golden eyes flicker away from me as a knowing smile tugs on his lips, and that's when I realize how inappropriately my comment can be interpreted. Shut up. Stop the words. Where's Xavier? I immediately blurt out to move, my, to move past my mistake. He's gone again. The dark-haired Xavier timely enters from his room. His hair is unkempt, his eyes are groggy, yet there's an enormous grin on his face. Skye raises an eyebrow. Care to explain what happened? Remember what I said last night about sleeping with my target? Oh, Lord, please no. Xavier winks. Skye immediately flinches with visible disgust. You're unbelievable, she breathes. The director suddenly enters the room and interrupts our conversation. The man looks down at his clipboard for today's details. All right, today have your last test. Please, tell me we're finally going to kill some people, Xavier interjects. I didn't know if he was kidding or not. Probably not. I think that guy's like an assassin or something. 
Chase rolls his eyes. Let the man finish, Sleeping Beauty. The director continues with his lips drawn into a fine line. Harry Styles. <laughs> Sorry. Today you will be spying on someone for two hours. You must be within 20 meters of your target at all times. Sky grins. Sounds easy enough. The person you're each assigned is another CIA agent and undercover, the director adds. All our jaws drop. Spying on another federally chained, not to mention deadly agent, would be impossible. Ace, Octavia, you two are on a team, the director continues. I couldn't believe my ears. Are you trying to kill me? The director laughs dryly at my outburst. Quite the contrary. All your targets are trained agents in the middle of classified missions. They won't hesitate to kill if they suspect anything. Ace is a precaution to make sure you don't die if you're caught. I'm going to put a bullet in my own head if I have to be around him for two hours straight. Ace smirks at me. You're not exactly a walk in the park either, Cupcake. You can barely do a fucking push-up. He then turns to the director. If I can keep her alive, let's revisit our discussion about my pay raise. My eyes peered over the copy of the new- Okay, so this is the time skip. My eyes peered over the copy of the New Yorker that I wasn't really paying attention to. Eve Miyazaki, the dark-haired, pale-skinned spy sipping on a cappuccino in the coffee shop, had retained my undivided attention. Ace sat directly across from me. Blue light from his phone illuminated his features as his thumb casually scrolled. I pushed my nerves down to not seem suspicious. Less than five meters away, a trained CIA ate a croissant. Sparse details ran through my mind. Twenty meters, sixty feet, two hours, one hundred and twenty minutes. After today, I'd be safe from prison for good. Stop worrying, Cupcake, Ace states. The voice jerks me from my thoughts. Right now, anyone observing you can tell you're out of place. You're on high alert, your fingers are stiff, and your left leg is practically causing an earthquake under this table. He wasn't wrong. My eyes searched for something that would take my mind off my jitters, and they landed on the only thing that could help. Food. I order one of those overpriced coffee store pastries to make it seem like I belong to this upper-class neighborhood. In reality, spending my hard-earned saving absolutely irked the indebted college student inside of me. Eve seemed normal enough, with her head, with her denim. Oh my lord! Eve seemed normal enough, with her denim jacket, dark beanie, and combat boots. She resembled more like a regular teenage girl than a spy. Then again, so was I. I wondered what Eve did on a day-to-day -day basis. My knowledge about her was limited. All I knew was that she was undercover on a mission, and if she found out I was following her, both our covers would be blown. Eve had finished her coffee. With one last glance at her phone, she swiftly exited the coffee shop onto the streets of Brooklyn. Ace and I follow. Countless people roam the streets, creating a tide pushing against me as we tried to keep up with Eve's fast pace. She generally stared straight ahead, though periodically would, would casually examine her surroundings. What is up with the author and the word periodically? Girl, periodic table question mark? The girl eventually turned right on 36th Street into Marine Park. She sat on an empty bench facing the water. Ace and I sit down at the tables about 20 feet behind her. Eve's dark eyes scanned the park with intent, almost as if she was waiting for someone. Sunlight reflecting from the water hits Miyazaki directly. She takes off her beanie, untangles her hair, then pulls it up into a bun. Maybe she put her- Guys? Hold on. Do y'all think she's, like, gonna betray the CIA? You think she's, like, waiting for someone, you know? Like, oh my lord. Okay, she takes off her beanie, untangles her hair, then pulls it up into a bun. Maybe she put her hair up because the sun was hot. Maybe because of something else. What else? A minimalist interlocking triangle tattoo on the back of Miyazaki's neck caught my eye. It was on full display since her raven hair was pinned up. Five minutes, ten minutes, thirty minutes had ticked by on my watch. Eve, nonetheless, sat staring into the water at the park. Knowing that she was a spy led in a sliver of tension to the whole situation. What are you doing, Miyazaki? Forty minutes later, a man finally approaches her and sits beside her on the bench. I legitimately dozed off like I was in calculus. I turned to Ace. 
Who do you think that man? Without warning, Ace interrupts me by yanking me into his lap. A small yelp comes out of my mouth. What the shit? He plants a small kiss on my forehead that puts me in shock. Oh, Lord. Oh. Lord. What is going on? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I want to see the, the title of the next chapter. Kisses is Tactics. Oh. Oh. It's, I think maybe he was like trying to distract Miyazaki because maybe she knew, she knew they were there or something. And that's going to be it. I'm deeply really apologize this episode is only 15 minutes long but I just don't have the motivation right now I filmed a 40 minute long episode with my friends and it was all put to waste I'm really sorry I just don't have the motivation right now uh but I'll find out I'll find out what I did wrong um and I'll get back to you guys in like uh a week or so's time with an episode with hopefully my friends in it um song of the week is cloud nine by beach bunny follow me on tiktok selena alia and on instagram selena alia underscore i love you all so much and thank you so much for putting up with me um and i hope you guys have a great week and i'll see y'all in around two weeks mm-hmm.